When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. How's it going? It is going. Oh my God. Have you noticed how dark it's getting earlier? Yes. Uh, because Jeff it. and I went to dinner last night and we're like driving there. And I was like, I was like, looked at the clock. I was like, I thought it was like eight o'clock because it was already like so dark and it was only like seven or something. And I was like, I don't like that the time's changing. And my body hasn't adjusted. Like, I still don't know. Like I look outside and I'm like, I have no idea what time it is because I don't know what time it gets dark right now. <laughs> Like same. And right now it's 815 and it's pitch, pitch black. blackout when usually it was still like nice and sunny out. But I know we're on like only a few more weeks, which that reminds me because Je- Jeff and I talked about this last night when I had mentioned that was I know we had voted on like if we were going to get rid of that. Didn't we decide we were like, how does that work? I don't know how it works I remember like hearing about it and like yes it's either that we voted I feel like I don't remember voting on a ballot because I feel like I definitely would have been more excited oh no we definitely did it was like last year or in 2020 for it was like one of the propositions so I think the way it works if I remember is like you vote on it and it becomes a proposition but then it has to go to like somebody's desk and then somebody else's desk and... okay we'll send it to my desk and I'll sign it <laughs> I just want it to be let us get it the done. same time I hate this like I hate time change it's stupid like I, I get that it served a purpose at some point but I like does it still I don't know no because okay so Jordan was here one night and my roommates and Jordan and I were like researching this and we were like, what is the point? Why do we change the clock? Like whose idea was that? And it was for like, yes, it had to do with the farmers so that, you know, they have the most daylight in their day, but it's like times have changed. Like there's not, I mean, there's still our farmers and agriculture workers and and stuff, but that's not like the only job people do, like how it used to be, you know, like that used to be like what everybody did. Yeah. And I don't know. I just want it to go away. I don't like, I want it to be. I also feel like things change so fast. Like I feel like as soon as we got back from Austin, I was like, why does it get dark earlier? And also why is it dark when I leave for work in the morning now? Like it was not dark. I leave at 630 in the morning and it's dark when I walk out of my house. I hate it. I never get up at 630. So rub it in <laughs> just kidding that is when my alarm goes off on Wednesdays for work I'm getting up at 6 30 definitely not leaving uh, the, <sighs> the starting at seven thing is for the birds but the getting off at four thing is perfect no absolutely you having an early work day is way better because 
I miss those days when I managed at the preschool, I was off at four and it was the best. Yeah. I feel like seven to four is the best schedule. It's like, yeah, you suffer in the morning a little bit, but you have like a whole night to yourself. Loved it. Um, (laughs) Before we get into it, let's give that weekly reminder Colony Wine Merchant. We got our one meetup coming up here in just a couple of weeks. We are um, Saturday, November 5th from noon to three. And there's still a handful of you that I'm expecting to come. And we haven't seen you sign up yet. So Yeah, I was going to, I mean, I was about to start like name dropping some people <laughs> that I would have expected had signed up already and they haven't. Um, we do have a good group signed up already, but don't miss out. Like, let us know you're coming so we can be excited with you. Like, let's be excited together. And like, to make this all worth it, because it is a private event, like, and everything, we do have like our goal in mind of how many we would like to attend. We're still a few shy of that. So a few more signups would be great. Um, And $15, it includes charcuterie and some other light snacks and stuff. And then obviously drinks and wine purchases will be available and such. So, but it was honestly, their charcuterie is so good. I live for charcuterie and a glass of wine and I'm just so excited. It's going to be like very fall like this, you know, when we go, we can all be in our cute sweaters for our pictures. And (laughs) I mean, this place is a vibe. We're going to get some cute pictures there. You're going to meet some cool people. Like I remember we've talked about this on the podcast too. The first meetup, not Wom, but the first meetup I ever went to, I was so scared. I signed up. There was no price to sign up to this one, but I still signed up. And that whole morning I was like, I'm going to cancel. I don't know anybody there. I don't want to go. I went and now I have like lifelong friends. Like I've never looked back. I went, made yeah. friends. Boom. I'm good. So yeah, same. Um, I mean, that's how we know yeah, each other and numerous other friends that you and I mutual, mu- mutually have is we um, mutually have friends <laughs> that we've met through these types of meetups. So, um, but yeah, like I said, they have like primo cheeses, like they're not just like your average charcuterie, like they always switch up their cheese menu, so they do vary. Um, and their wine menu changes almost weekly, but I still don't think I've been now like four times. And I still don't think I've ever had a bad wine. Like everything I've tried has been really good. And we're just going to have so much fun, you guys. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. People are coming from all over. So don't think like, oh, you don't live in Orange County, so you can't come. We have people coming from the LA area. We have somebody coming from Carlsbad, I think. Or I was gonna say, we, have two, we have two people from like, yeah, down in the San Diego area. Yeah, a couple from um, like the Riverside Inland Empire area. So come, like it's going to be fun. It's just in the afternoon on a Saturday. You won't regret it. And we'll and hopefully we'll it. have that drunken goat cheese. Because <laughs> oh, the drunken goat cheese. That was it, so good. Break me off a piece of that. <laughs> and hopefully I need to find out. I need to talk to the owner and confirm that we can get chocolate chip cookies. Because I think that's like really crucial because it was the best cookie yes. I ever had. They are the best cookies ever. I don't so. think I told you when Jeff and I last went, we I was like hyping them up and I was like, 
and I had mentioned it like we were like kind of ending the night like we were finishing we're like no we're just about done and I was like but please tell me you guys have and she was like no we're already sold out for the night I was like no (laughs) so I need to make sure I tell them ahead of time so we can make sure we have them hopefully yes cookies for everyone yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, um I have the craziest story to tell you okay hit me with it so okay I think it was like last week this is bizarre so I start getting all of these emails to my like personal email. Like, I feel like I'm getting like spammed or something, right? Like, I feel like we start- talked, have we talked about this or did we talk about it on the podcast? I hope I didn't talk about this on the podcast, but if okay. I did, I'll just share again because there's updates to it. Okay. So I start getting like magazine subscriptions to like coming out magazine, dolls magazine, all these like weird ones. Right. And I'm like, uh, this is not me, but I'm just like unsubscribing. Cause there's nothing else I can do. Right. Like I'm yeah. like, somebody's using my email. And I do know this happened to me in the past where, um, somebody like was trying to spam me. So they sign you up for like every mailing list everywhere. And yeah. they just blast you with stuff. And they hope like you skip the email that, you know, they've scammed you on or whatever. So Started out as magazine subscriptions. I just unsubscribed to everything, whatever. So then this week it starts escalating to like quotes for home repairs and like Angie's list quotes. And like somebody went in and said, I want my house painted, provided my email. And like everybody that paints a house in like this New York city is like emailing me and blowing up. Oh my my God. Yes. And so I'm like, crap, like I'm having to like email people back and say remove my thing and unsubscribe and all this stuff and I'm just like oh my god I mean has this person because this has been going on for weeks like is this person not catching on that they're like not getting any responses to anything that they're doing so I'm trying to unsubscribe from everything like I'm being really careful like I'm like making sure it's from a legit thing so that I don't click on an unsubscribe link that's not really an unsubscribe link or whatever but one of the quotes that comes in has his phone number on it. And it's a, it's like a New York phone number. I Google. Oh. It. Like, so I'm like, okay, like this guy's fucking with me. Like he's, he's wanting all this shit and people to like call him or whatever, but he's not wanting to provide his email. So I was like, I'm going to just try to text this number. And I started out all like feisty and I'm like, that's going to get me nowhere. So I just wanted to be like really nice about it and just be yeah. like, Hey, like, I think you, you're like putting in the email wrong. Like I'm getting like bombarded with your emails and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just wanted to let you know, so you could use the the correct email and like, please stop using my email basically, you know? Yeah. And so I'm assuming it's a he, and I'm assuming it's really the person, right? So he texts me back and he's like, I can assure you, this is not me doing this. Um, he's like, my information got stolen, but they don't have all of it. And by not having all of it, I assume he means like they don't have his email. So they're like guessing somebody named Steve Emery. They're like guessing what his email address would be. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm really sorry, but like, please, uh, it's not me. Like, I hope this ends too, like blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay like I, I can't do anything like it's not like the guy was like oh shoot like I've been using your email oh my god I'll stop now yeah. like, he's claiming it's not even him right so then it gets better for a couple days and I'm like okay it's probably like over or whatever I've unsubscribed from everything the hackers or whatever it is have like moved on to something else so then on Monday I wake up to like a whole other like set of emails basically whether it's him and he's lying to me or whether it's somebody else they're signing up to volunteer for political campaigns. (laughs) So political campaigns, knocking on people's doors in New York, blah, blah, blah. It's all these Democratic Party of New York things. 
that they are volunteering him for with his email. So that's kind of where I'm like, okay, is this a real thing or is this like a an, a political like against like have are you there Googled people- this? No, but I'm like, are there like Russians like signing people <laughs> up for like democratic campaigns, like so that they think people are knocking on people's doors and then they're not? Um, no, I think you're overthinking it on that one. I mean, is that I think a this little is conspiracy theorist of me a little bit, but I think we need to <laughs> Google this and see like more information about like when you start getting like these types of things and what it might mean if it's like part of some bigger scam. But um, also I think maybe we have a new podcast idea and we need to go take a trip to New York and find this guy once and for all. Oh, I like Googled his house and everything. Like (laughs) this can be total like MTV catfish style where we just like pull up in a van. We like rent a van at the airport, pull up, get out. Like one of us holds a camera and one of us knocks on the door. Yeah. And well, we don't do a video podcast. So one of us holds a microphone. One of us opens the door and we're going to have a live podcast confronting Steve about why he is signing up for magazine subscriptions and home repairs and to knock on people's doors for political (laughs) campaigns in my name or not my name, but my email. I'm tired of it. And I'm like, I don't want more. So I, I actually spend the time to like unsubscribe and cancel my sign up for the political thing and like blow Cause I'm like, stop emailing me. I don't want Steve's emails. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh my God. It drives me crazy. So that's been my little gripe of the week, but I'm like, bigger and better things from gripes. Can we talk pop culture? It's been a long time. Oh my God. Sure. Culture. I'm like absolutely fully disconnected from the world. So please, this will be your moment to like, tell me what's going on and let me find okay. out what's going on in the world. I have so much to update you on. I do have notes, but I'll give you like a few bullet points of other things before going into my notes. So bullet point number one, Kanye West is still an idiot. He's at it again. Chloe was like arguing with him publicly online. Gigi Hadid was, you'll have to go check it out if it's still there. Okay. So I did happen to see something about all it said was, it was like a quote from Chloe saying like, you like stop lying already you know exactly where your kids are so it was like something along those lines like stop pretending like you don't know what's going on with your kids so he he's all over the place like he always is like he had a fashion show in paris wore t-shirts and was with somebody that's not the most popular political figure um to like half the country with like this very like whoa what is what do his t-shirts say thing on his t-shirt so it caused all this controversy then he spins it into also writing. So remember like a month or two ago when he was like claiming that Kim didn't invite him to his kid's birthday party yes. and Travis had to text him the, the address and blah, blah, blah. Well, now he's back to that same thing. So he's oh back God. to talking about that again. And so Chloe went on and she's like, stop deflecting. Like you have this going on from your political political statement at yeah. a fashion show and you're getting slammed for it. Like, Stop deflecting with that back on Kim and let Kim raise your kids. Like your kids are with Kim 80% of the time. Let her raise your kids. Yeah. So there's that. Then he like went after Chloe. Gigi Hadid's going after him because he was going after some Vogue fashion editor. If you guys really care any more than I've just updated you on, you can like Google it or whatever, but we're just going to go with Kanye's an idiot. That's um, the consensus. Um, Another thing, did we see that Britney Spears cut her hair? Um, so I, I did see that last, 
think it was like yesterday when I was like in the um coming home from the airport. I saw her like naked, holding her boobs, rolling around on the beach like she loves to do. And I saw the caption was like, I cut my hair, but I'm scared to show you guys. But then you could like see that it was like super short, like under her hat. I kind of feel like it has to look better than it looked before. Like maybe because she doesn't do a lot to her hair. It looks like she kind of just like wakes up and like goes with it. Like she's not like blowing it out and curling it every day. Oh no, I feel like her hair would be very difficult to brush out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I don't know the last time she's brushed it. So Um, I'm anxious to see it. But see, she chopped it. Yes. That's the Britney. And then also before I get into like what I actually had notes about, are you caught up on the Kardashians yet? I still haven't started the new season. I'm sorry. Laura, the third episode just aired today. You have to spend three hours of your life this weekend getting caught up so we can talk about it. It's hilarious that you think I have three hours this weekend to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then just stay up late tonight or something. It's so good. Like, this season's so good. I love it. I look forward to it. Jordan watched it with me last week. I was at his house on Thursday and I'm like, sorry, like aired. So got to watch it. And, okay. and even he was into it. So he doesn't, he doesn't dislike them, but he's like, I don't really have to invest like any time in my life watching it. Like I'm good. But he watched it and he was actually like kind of into it. He's like, oh yeah, oh, that, would, private that would never like, be Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I okay I'll try to start it I'll at least try to start it this week I can't promise that I'm gonna be fully caught up but I will at least try to start it thank you that would make me happy I wish I had remembered like on this the last plane week, or something but I I actually complete that's why I hate all these freaking oh I have an app idea okay nobody steal this because I'm still gonna share it but I'm gonna tell Jeff and I need him to like figure out a way to do it but it's an <laughs> app where you basically can track all of like Because I have all of my shows I love on all the different streaming services. But I forget one when they release. Like, do you know, like a few weeks ago, I realized I never watched season two of, um, what's the show we like with Kaylee Cuoco? Flight Attendant. Flight Attendant. I never watched season two. Oh my God. I totally forgot about it. So I like need, like back in the day when you just had cable and there weren't any streaming services or there was like Netflix, but it was just for movies. There wasn't like actual TV shows you need to watch. So you like put everything that you like to watch so that every week you can like get notifications of reminders, like new Kardashian episode, like, so you can have these reminders and like, see all of your shows that you want to watch. So it's like, oh, somebody just told me about this documentary that I want to watch on Hulu. I could add it. So next time Jeff and I are trying to remember something to watch, I can go and look at in my list and then we can go watch it. I love that idea. I feel like Jeff can make it happen. I think so too. Every time I tell him an idea, he's like, he like tries to debunk on why it's not a good idea, but oh it's my God. It's definitely a good idea. Can you hear my house rumbling right now? No. What was that? Did you fart? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> No, Jeff, he's watching like probably like Lord of the Rings or House of Dragons, something that's really loud. You scared me because I thought you were trying to say it was like an earthquake or something. And I was like, okay, if it's an orange now, it's probably heading to Cyprus in a minute. I I don't think that's how earthquakes work. I have no idea how they work. (laughs) Like travels underground or something. I don't know. Like like, a wave where like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think like if there's an earthquake, I think we all just feel it at the same time. 
Oh, I would hate that. That would be so, that would be crazy if it one happened while we were recording and people could see our real reactions, but knock on wood, we don't want that to happen. No, I'd rather not. I hate earthquakes. Yeah, I do too. Don't Um, react well. No. Oh, I haven't had one in a while, but there's not (laughs) any big ones. Anyways. um, So. Wait, we, oh, I guess we were just talking about my app idea. So yeah, there's just so much I want to watch and then I never remember to watch it. Long story short. So that's why I haven't, I want to watch Kardashians. And if they were in my DVR on YouTube TV, like they used to be, I would remember to watch them. Like I remember to watch Housewives, but because I have to like force myself to remember, I never do. Well, and I think that's the thing too. So you know how like people say that social media, you get like peer pressured to like buy certain things and do certain things and influenced and like, you don't might not even want that shirt you just bought, but you bought it because this influencer you follow was saying to buy it and said that it's almost sold out. So you have this like fear of like being the one that doesn't have it or whatever. I feel like it's the same thing with like TV shows and like all those streaming services. It's like, you might have no interest in watching whatever that came out on HBO max or whatever, but everybody's talking about it. So it's like, you feel like you have, and then you end up with this list that's like 700 shows long just because people are talking about them. And it's like, what do you really want to watch? And what do you not, you know? So much that I know I want to watch and I forget about them do you get the week between Christmas and New Year's off not really but it's like a no it's like a no meetings week like work on any projects that you have that you need to get some stuff done but like enjoy your week it's like kind of like you need to be available but you don't and you might have extra time for shows that week oh (laughs) Well, it's my birthday that week. So that's true. With that being said, I usually will still take a couple days off. Uh, Like last year, I took a couple days off still for my birthday and have like a little bit longer of a, um, because we usually like go do something or so I'm typically not around just watching TV during that break. I mean, it kind of sounds nice. (laughs) Always. Not not that I want another COVID, but like also we had so much time for all the things during COVID. (laughs) It's true. I do have Monday off though. I did just remember that. So maybe because I have Monday off and Jeff doesn't, I can watch some stuff. Perfect. Just you, you Penny in the tube. Exactly. She loves when (laughs) I just want to be lazy with her. (laughs) Um, so the only other thing pop culture I had to talk about was, so a couple, I'm not really a podcast listener, so I have a podcast. Don't really listen to many podcasts. (laughs) Um, but there are, there's one that I've been really liking and there's one where I listen to just like episodes that interest me. So I know we've talked about not skinny, not fat on here. Yeah. And, um, she's a big Kardashian girl. She loves the Kardashians. She gets like invited to their events and stuff. Like, now. literally just went from being a huge Kardashian fan on Instagram to now she's gotten to like interview. Uh, Cause I saw she interviewed yes. me this week. So she interviewed Courtney this week. Like she's at her Courtney house. On. Yes. She went to Courtney's house and I, so I had to listen, like day it came out, I was like, have to listen to it, blah, blah, blah. Um, Courtney honestly is not like the brightest of the Kardashians. <laughs> like you hear her talk and you're, it's like a little painful. Like I love her, but like, it's a little painful to listen to her talk. Uh-huh. So it wasn't like my favorite podcast episode, but I would say the big like revelation in that is that. So we all saw her and Travis. We all see their PDA all the time. We all saw them get married in Italy. They still don't live together. Is that bizarre? That's so weird. 
Like, can uh, you imagine? They like, like have to, but they're together all the time, right? Like they just haven't. So she was saying like their houses are in the same neighborhood, like a block away. Um, they haven't found a house that they love yet to buy and like blend because she has three kids and he has two and a stepdaughter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so she's like, I drop my kids off at school in the morning and then I stop at his house and he makes me a matcha and we work out together and then we go do our work or whatever. And then he always comes over for dinner and then, you know, he goes home and I'm just like that. I don't believe. So they like don't stay the night with each other. She said like when the kids are gone or something and they travel a lot. So I guess that's true. They have the kid thing, but that's so weird to me. Like freaking it is, but already. that's very Courtney. Like if you've watched any of the episodes, that's that so is true. very Courtney to yeah. do things so different from like what anybody else would do. And just like, like I have a feeling she's just like a my way or the highway person. And if this doesn't fit in for your lifestyle, then like we're not going to work. And I think it fits for Travis too. And so like yeah. that's why they work. Um, but that was like the biggest revelation there. Otherwise, um, could probably have hit snooze on that episode. But um, the well, other wait. Episode- before we get off that though um oh, shit I forgot what I was gonna say I did see something today because and I'm only saying this because I feel like they were super compared to Courtney and Travis was um I did hear that potentially Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox aren't together anymore have you heard that so I've been hearing like for weeks now like they're not but then somebody would like post a picture that they are and then there was rumors that like oh they haven't been pictured because Megan got a boob job and like that's why they haven't been in pictures together so I'm so I'm not sure like I don't know I don't follow them as much unless it's on like the not skinny not fat stories or something yeah um, but it's possible but I just have to shout something out because it's like the one thing I kept seeing rumored around <laughs> on social media Laura's like Literally. let me come at you with a pop culture yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I get so disappointed in myself because this I used to be I mean being somebody who was like an avid like Perez Hilton reader for years and us weekly subscriber like literally got the magazine every week like I was a deep dive into all things pop culture and now I feel like so disconnected except just random things that slip through the cracks into my Instagram the few times a day I go on but uh anyways yeah continue with your call your daddy so my all-time favorite podcast that like the only podcast I listen to like somewhat regularly is Caller Daddy and I didn't used to like it when this podcast came out I wanted to like it so bad because so many people were talking about it and I just felt like because I'm like not I don't know if this word's appropriate or not but like I'm not a prude I'm not any of that but like it's it the beginning of this podcast was just like very like vulgar and yeah just intense I was like "Eh, it's a little too much for me like I this is like way over the top and like I almost I feel weird and like gross listening to it so she's definitely changed like she's branched off and has her own thing she doesn't have Sophia with her anymore and she does a lot of like actual interviews and they're like video interviews which is cool because you can like watch it on your tv or something and it feels like you're watching like a you know, a, whatever those people are that interview. So the, I was like, what's the girl's name? But not Barbara Streisand. Barbara Walters? Yes, her. It feels like that. Just... Oh my God. <laughs> um, but the last couple that I've really liked um, and I can recommend to listen to if you're also into pop culture and like, you know, interview type podcasts are, she had one with Hailey Bieber. So that was making waves last week because 
probably the biggest to- topic of the whole podcast. Like she talked a lot about like her and Justin Bieber's relationship. Mm-hmm. And then she also talked a lot. So I guess Hailey Bieber's never really addressed publicly like the attacks that she gets from Selena Gomez fans. Like see, Selena Gomez is kind of like Taylor Swift. Like she has diehard fans. So, okay. And that's, this is also, I literally know nothing about Hailey Bieber, <laughs> except that she's the daughter of a Baldwin and that she's married to Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything, 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 anything. So tell me why Selena's fans are attacking her. So Selena's fans have been attacking her for years now. Oh, because, because Selena used to be with Justin stole. Bieber. Yes. And they believe that Haley stole Justin from Selena. So they believe that she's the reason that Justin and Selena. So they've like attacked her for years, like really, really bad. And so that was addressed. And it was like kind of interesting to hear because Haley Bieber is well-spoken. You can tell she's smart. You can tell she's like, I like, I don't know. I just like her because I don't really know a lot about her any either, except for what I see, like not skinny, not fat. Like she's friends with Kendall, Kendall Jenner. She's has her own skincare line. She's married to Justin Bieber. So she's very like in the public eye, but I'm not sure really what she has. They live in Canada, Aside from modeling and I'm sorry. They live in Canada, right? Oh, that I don't even know. Oh, I didn't know. It was mentioned. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure they have a house in LA if so, but I thought they were living in Canada now for some reason. Yes. So I actually really enjoyed the episode, but I feel like I also love that about celebrities. Like I, I like listening to celebrity interviews because I want the dirt and I want the juice and I want the tea and I want to know all the drama because it's like somebody else's drama right and it's like celebrities that are in our face all the time like tell me everything I want to know everything um but I did read like a take on that interview where they were like okay she had an hour to sit down and have an interview she doesn't do many interviews and they spent the whole time talking about this drama no time talking about her new skincare line no time talking about like any of her own like ventures that she has going on for herself and just focused on all the drama so I was like well I kind of see both sides like I feel like yeah like she probably should have spoken up and like tried to plug her skincare line or something but at the same time like people listen to podcasts for the the especially like Like, people people aren't listening to call her daddy for like to know like the great things Hailey Bieber's up to exactly so I enjoyed it if you um are into like I that kind hardly, of stuff too. I used to be a big um call her daddy listener until she switched over to Spotify and just like all the other stupid streaming services, I forget. Like I don't like remember because I use Apple to listen to podcasts uh, and because okay. she has an exclusive deal with Spotify, that's the only way you can listen and so I like never remember to like go into Spotify and listen but so I don't know I've maybe listened to one or two episodes since she's moved to Spotify and that was already like a year ago I should just give you a Spotify account because I have a Spotify account oh I thought you were saying you don't I'm like I have one of those family plans oh I have a family plan too I just don't uh use it for I don't use it for podcasts I like I like my Apple setup that I use so gotcha and then the other recent episode of hers that I really liked the interview one was Kristen Cavallari. Uh-huh. Cavallari, Cavallari. So she was on Laguna Beach in the Hills. If you aren't familiar with who we're talking about, I yeah. love her. I think she's so gorgeous. I think she, I love the fact that she just like lives off the grid and like, you know, 
the outskirts of Nashville. I love her jewelry line. I love that she shelters and protects her kids from social media and like never shows their face. Like, I just, I really like her. I think she's like this like bitch that isn't a bitch, you know, like she just has like this like confident, uh, independent, like boss bitch aspect to her that like, I don't know. I just, I respect and I like, but um the scoop on hers was basically she has another podcast which I haven't listened to yet but I know I want to so bad but I'm also like I feel like I'm gonna get bored like I I basically remember everything well see I don't remember I it's been so long I was a huge Laguna Beach fan I loved it so much but it's been so long since I watched it I kind of wanted to rewatch it while listening but once again that's like just time I can't imagine even like thinking about re-binging Laguna Beach while also listening to the podcast. <laughs> um, but because I do, I haven't, um, I know this is like kind of the popular thing now is like these um, act, well, actors in some situations, in this case, quote unquote, reality TV, um, scripted reality TV, I guess we could say, uh, is these like where they're going back and rewatching and talking about the episodes and stuff. I've heard it's really good. Um, I've heard it's good. I'm just like, it, it's not one that I've prioritized watching it, but I do want to. So she does that with Stephen Coletti, who was like mm-hmm. her high school boyfriend that she fought yeah. with, with um, Elsie about. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because I don't follow Spencer Pratt on TikTok, but he comes up on my TikTok every once in a while with his videos. Uh-huh. And he does a lot of like, people will leave him comments about the hills or whatever. And then he'll like respond to a comment and he talks a lot about just how much was like staged, staged and scripted um, on yeah. the show. And she talks a little bit about a situation. So I don't know if you remember, um, forgot if, I think if Lowe was on, it was probably Laguna Beach. Unless Lowe was also on the hills. So um, Lowe Low was on both, but she was not like a recurring, like she was just like a friend of for the hills. She wasn't like a regular character on the hills. Like she was on Laguna okay. Beach. Okay. So it might have been Laguna Beach then, although I feel like this topic, maybe they were older, so maybe it was Hills. But I don't know if you remember um, a scene where they were accusing Kristen of being on drugs. She was kind of like in a party girl stage and they were like accusing her of being on drugs or whatever. Uh-huh. So Kristen talks on the podcast about how the producer of that show convinced or bribed low basically to like run with that storyline and like say that in an episode and make that a storyline and i think it was like a birkin or something that he got her like he got her like a birkin or was going to get her a birkin purse like said i'll buy you a birkin uh-huh. purse if you create the storyline and according to Kristen, low never got her purse so there was that i was like that's okay. so crazy um and then she also you know she taught she had a high profile marriage she was married to jay cutler he was a quarterback on the bears right mm-hmm. bears. yeah mm-hmm. he goes the bears um so she went through a divorce they've been in the news a little bit um and she said a quote that like really stuck out for me because this was definitely something that i struggled with in my marriage um and she basically talks about how like there were red flags in her marriage how like she confided in her mom a lot and blah 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 like her mom was kind of the one that like knew the drama um more than anybody else but she basically just said that hiding red flags from your family and friends is a red flag in itself so good so that oh my I god i swear i was like when she said that i was like that literally was my life 
for years. That was like, like hiding all the red flags, you know, putting on my face, going to, you know, my aunt's house with all my cousins and my family or like going out with my friends and just everything is great and posting it on social media and just hiding it from everybody and not sharing like any red flags I saw in my marriage with anybody Yeah, is a red flag in itself. Oh my God. That's great. Is that your quote of the week? It's not, but it's a bonus. I mean, one. we're getting a bonus thing. Cause that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, if you are looking for new podcast content, I would recommend um, both of those. I don't listen to every single episode on either one of those. I kind of like look to see what the episode of the week is. If it interests me, I listen. If it doesn't, I skip it. But there was your pop culture. It's been which, a minute. If I only listen to one, which one should I listen to? If you only listen to one. I feel I like Kristen probably... Cavallari because I know her. Yes. Okay. I feel like that was the one I was definitely the most interested in. I okay. I love her. I think she she's so fun to listen to. She's so she doesn't hold back a lot. Like there were a couple times where she's like, "I'll tell you who asked me on a date or whatever," because they were talking about like celebrities that have asked her out since she's gotten divorced or uh-huh. whatever. And her her publicist is in that is in the background, like, no, 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 no. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, my publicist is saying I can't say it or whatever." I I love her. I would I, that one is definitely the one you should listen to. It's so funny because the publicist is like, "Just don't get. I don't want more work to deal with." Because yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, phone calls. I'm sure they got they were busy when she was going through divorce, and then I know she was like involved hanging out with like a bunch of the Southern Charm guys, and that was a bunch of drama for a while, um, like last year or whatever, but. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, thanks for on. Thanks for your pop culture updates. You're welcome. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um, now give us a Laura update. How was your busy, crazy weekend in Vegas? Oh my God. So I went on my first work trip for Taco Bell. Um, this is like something totally different than um, what I've currently been working on. But this is kind of like a new area. They are training me to kind of like start taking on and the girl who um has been doing it up to this point I just found out a couple weeks ago she's pregnant so I'll be filling in for her while she's gone on some of these more like internal projects which this was like an internal convention that we do every year um so it was I mean I knew it was going to be busy and I knew it was going to be a lot of work but like I was thinking we'd work like seven to seven or something and it was like Oh no, I was like, we were like meeting by 6.30 a.m. and we would work until midnight. And I checked into the Aria Hotel on Friday at like one o'clock and I never left the hotel and saw sunlight or fresh air until Tuesday at 
12 o'clock. So you never left the Aria hotel. No, never. That never. is insane. I never saw sunlight. I never, like I was in a hoodie and jeans, like, and it was a hundred degrees outside, but it was so cold in like the ballrooms and stuff we were oh in because there are these massive ballrooms with AC pumping for like a thousand people when there's only like 50 of us in there working and doing stuff. So I was like literally in hoodie and jeans while working and never saw the light of day. So I basically was so ready to come home. It was like, I was just like, this is the longest I've been in Vegas, not drinking, not gambling. I was like, this is not my typical Vegas, but, um, it was nice by like the end of the, so I got there Friday. The, the main, there was like different things going on with the event, but the main chunk of the event that I worked on was all on Monday. And, um, it was just amazing to see everything come together from start to finish. I'm like amazed at our team and everything they do. They're so freaking talented. And then there was the big um, like awards dinner and auction and they raised a buttload of money for scholarships and a bunch of other amazing causes with the Taco Bell Foundation. That was extremely impressive and awesome to see. And then um, we always end the night of the award show with a band that we hire. And in previous years, they have had Katy Perry and Imagine Dragons and um, I don't know who else they've had, but they always like hire a band. They had Flo Rida one year when it was in um, Florida, like, because it's always in a different place every year. So this year we had booked Maroon 5, which as you know, um, he's been in the news a lot the last couple of weeks. So we were like, oh, (laughs) that was like not the best timing to book Maroon 5. I was like, I wonder how people are going to react there and stuff. No, these old rich cougars were still all all into it. (laughs) Like everybody was into it. Um, So that was fun. So the night ended with like our own like little Maroon 5 concert. So that was cool. Fun. And then, um, so that was all Monday night. And then I finally got to sleep in yesterday. Well, like a lot of my coworkers, they booked a flight for like nine, nine 30 in the morning. And I was like, I'm not going to work on Tuesday. Like, and I'm going to be on like day five being in Vegas. Like I want to just, I'll book like a one o'clock flight, something that's like, allows me to sleep in without an alarm once and then like be lazy, shower, pack and like leave for the airport. And that's exactly, I like, I woke up on my own by like nine 30. I showered, packed and like went downstairs, got breakfast and then headed to the airport. And I was like, I would have been so mad to like, not mad, but I was just like, I've been so tired. I just wanted to sleep. So like having that undisturbed morning to myself was like the best decision I made. And I ended up being on the plane with like, so it, it was the Taco Bell was like a third of the plane at least it was like all Taco Bell people <laughs> so fun. I and it was southwest so like I sat by a few people that I knew so that was cool for the 35 minute flight back it was so okay can we talk about something why when your plane is delayed and then you guys finally get ready to take off and then the pilot goes so sorry for the delay guys we're gonna make up some time and we'll be there in like 35 minutes okay the flight was originally supposed to be like 55 I'm like, why can't we take the quick way every time? Like, why do we yeah, have to go why, the long way? Yeah, <laughs> like, why can't we always be making why up Why can't time? we always make up time? Exactly. I don't understand it. If we have any pilots listening or somebody that works yeah, with us. 
in this field. Yeah. All you pilots that listen to Wine Over Matter. Because I swear all the time, anytime, we're going to try to make up some time in the air. Like how, why, and why don't we do that when we're not behind? I do that on the road all the time. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> they did, we got, we, they wouldn't, it was so fast. They wouldn't even do drink service. Oh my gosh. We lit- it was, it was less than 40 minutes. We were in the air. That's amazing. Oh, you spend best. more time in the, in the airport waiting to board that plane than you oh, yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Actually on the you plane. spend more time on the ground in the plane than in the air because you're like sitting there waiting to take off, like taxiing, like waiting for your turn on the runway. And yeah. Crazy. Um, and then last but not least, my latest commercial that I had done not a little bit of work on was my Pete Davidson commercial. That was a secret. <laughs> I text you on Sunday because I was watching football and it came on. I'm like, yeah. Pete! I had totally forgot because I've just been like so in this world of the event that I was working on. I had forgot it was supposed to drop on the first or second, whatever it was. And then when you texted me, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I happened to see it like in the casino, like on a TV, like that night Yes. when I was walking and then Jeff and I at dinner last night, we were, I saw it on a TV again. And then finally today I got to like, actually like, which I had seen it, but like seeing like a draft of it in your email versus like seeing it on TV. It's like different, but, uh, yeah. Like breakfast is like the big campaign that I work on. So that was like, kind of a big deal. And if you live and I'll do a little Taco Bell plug for our next events where like I'm doing work on is we're doing these um, cool breakfast takeovers at our New York, Chicago and Las Vegas cantinas. So if you live in Vegas, Chicago or New York on October 20th, which is a Thursday, we're doing like these, we're reskinning the Taco Bell and it's going to be like breakfast themed, kind of match the Pete Davidson commercials and like his dream yeah. thing. And there'll be some swag giveaways that morning. And I think there's going to be like just some breakfast stuff going on. And um, are, anyway. are there going to be Pete sightings at any of these? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I, I won't just like, show up. Yeah, I won't say for sure because I don't know, but to my knowledge, no. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to try to be facetious. I really don't want anyone to have the hopes <laughs> that P. Davidson is showing up. <laughs> She's like, but also I signed an NDA. I'm just yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, if you live in any of those areas, December, tw- not December, October 20th, um, I think they're going to be reskinned for the whole weekend, like Thursday through Sunday, but like their big day of like doing breakfast and stuff is going to be on Thursday. So cool. Yeah. So I feel like my life always seems to be like dedicated to Taco Bell, but especially this last week, it's been only Taco Bell, but so crazy. Yep. So today it was nice. I just, cause I got back yesterday and today I took a personal day cause I just needed a day to like decompress Chill and unwind. Yeah. Yeah. So just catch up on life. So I ran some errands. I did my laundry and I just kind of vegged out for the afternoon once I was home and stuff, but good for you. Uh, yeah, I just needed a day. Everybody else took off the rest of the week. I was like, wish I could have done that, but <laughs> now you know what to do next year. I know. I just have my vacation. I because obviously in the future I won't plan a big vacation like so close to it. I'll just tack on the vacation with it so I can like there you go go into vacation mode after. So 
perfect. Yeah. But what about you? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Um, Friday, we kicked off our weekend with a stop at a new brewery. So we went to, I don't know if you've been there yet. There's two of them, but the new um, De La Hunt or De La Hunt uh-uh. brewing in um, Dana Point. I think there's another one in San Clemente. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went there. Their beer was really good. It was a fun vibe. Um, so that was kind of like our kickoff to the weekend. We just got a beer. And then we went to sushi for dinner, which was really fun. We actually like sat at the sushi bar this time. Um, and it was one of these places, I can't even remember what it was called, but it was one of those places where like they have people's pictures on the wall and like everybody that was sitting at the sushi bar was a regular, like everybody was like talking to us like, oh, it's your first time here. I've been coming for 20 years. And we were like, oh, really? It's one of those places yeah. like, where, you know, well, was it really good? good? It was really, really good. Oh, okay. Um, and the sushi chef was interacting with us. So that was, um, a lot That's of fun. The kind of, those types of places are fun, like to sit at the sushi bar. Cause there, there was a place I used to go to in, uh, I don't know if it's Lake Forest or Mission Viejo, but it was like that. And the sushi chefs were always like the best. And they would like, give us like samples of stuff and like they were always like super interactive and it's kind of fun to sit at the sushi bar sometimes it was so much fun yeah we talked to people around us and um we were like we were like uh because they had this little like standing menu thing that had like eight things on it and so we were Mm -hmm. like well there has to be another menu so we asked and they were like oh like they weren't even going to bring you a menu you know and it's like I think like you basically just know there like you can see the fish sitting in front of you in the, the case or whatever and it's like they can literally make anything with it. So people were obviously having sushi. Some people were ordering sashimi. People were having those, um, what are they called? The, the uh, shiroshi bowls or whatever. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm butchering that. Um, and then we found out after, because we were ordering, you know, things. We found out after that they do an omakase or omakase menu like where it's just like chef's choice and they just yeah. keep bringing you all so we're like man we gotta come back and do that sometime like it is expensive but that's like such a fun thing to do yeah so we did that it was in the same shopping center as a marshall's and a trader joe's so i drug <laughs> in there and we just browsed to walk off dinner that's fun. um yeah it was a fun night and then saturday um we celebrated my cousin's birthday so what she wanted to do for her birthday was have like a little like staycation at my aunt's house. Uh-huh. Um, so my aunt has like a really pretty house um, in Anaheim Hills. And so we went and we barbecued. There was probably 12 of us, 10 to 12 of us there. Um, we barbecued, we drank a lot of wine, we had a fire, did all the things. And then everybody spent the night. It was super fun. So we all woke up in the morning and had coffee and watched football and my uncle made breakfast and oh, um, fun. super fun night. I felt so, so this was Jordan's first time spending the night there. So I, uh-huh. I used to like spend the night often, like any like barbecue or anything that my aunt would have, we would always end up spending the night because we drink and it's fun and we don't want to drive and we don't want to leave early and it's just fun. And it's family. And it's nice to wake up in the morning and like have coffee together or whatever. So Jordan hasn't experienced that yet. So that was his first yeah. time. And it was so funny because just the way that like the seating at the table worked, like we weren't sitting right next to each other. Like we were kind of like across from each other. Uh-huh. And he got like kind of put in the middle of like two conversations. So there was like one conversation where like my uncle has this invention where he has a patent and he's super passionate about it, but he will talk your ear off if he <laughs> catches you. So So half the table was stuck in that conversation. And then the other half was like all the girls and we were all talking about, 
So my cousin listens to the podcast, clearly. She never tells me, but she was like, have you pooped or farted in front of Jordan yet? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, I still haven't. So Jordan's like stuck. Like we're all talking about like pooping and farting, which is what girls do, right? Apparently. And he's like stuck. Like, I don't know which conversation to enter. I don't want to be in either. So I don't know what to do right now. (laughs) And it took us a while to catch on. And we were like, oh, poor Jordan. It was so funny. Did Um, he ever bring it up or jump in or anything or no? So we brought it up. Like, we were like, oh man, Jordan's sitting there, like, not really like knowing what, like, doesn't want to be in either of those conversations. So we were just like laughing, you know? And I'm like, yeah, no, like, I still haven't farted. And also, like, I. still turn on the shower when I and I only go once you know it's like just my weird whatever yeah um and then Sunday yeah we stayed for like the 10 a.m football games and then um I did grocery shopping and prepped for the week and just felt like way more motivated for the week than I normally do for a Sunday so that felt like really good that's yeah I feel like I'm like kind of getting a groove slowly it's like I don't want to like jinx it because I felt this way before but I think like having some structure and not just doing it on my own is helping too like I have a course to follow and workouts to follow and blah 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 it's like having that structure is really good for me and like I paid money to do it so like I that in itself is like motivating so like all right get your act together for the week because you want to be prepared and not just blow your money either. Well, let's get into that then. So now you're like currently on week two of your new program with this weight loss coach. Like how's the mindset, nutrition, workouts, like how is all of that going? It's going so good. So the workouts, um, I'm on a three workout a week plan. So she builds three workouts a week for me. And then like anything additional, like that's what I knew I could commit to. So anything additional, it's like, you can ride your Peloton if you want. You can go for a walk if you want. You don't have to work yeah. out if you don't want to. But like the three is what I'm committed to. So I'm super sore, but feeling good. So like I don't realize I'm sore until I go to stand up or sit on the toilet or something. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. The my sitting legs. on the toilet soreness is like oh, that feeling. <laughs> but, it, but like that soreness feels so good too. It's like, yes, like it's working. It's, like, it's satisfaction to know like, Cause nothing's worse than when you feel like you had a good workout, but like, you don't feel any, like, it feels like you get some type of like affirmation that you were doing. Yes, absolutely. So I've been enjoying it. I really like strength training. Um, I like it. I think I like it a lot because like you feel the progress more than just like cardio. Like I feel like cardio, I guess you can feel progress with cardio. Like if you're a runner, you like gain miles or whatever, but I feel like strength training, like you really do feel the process. Like you up your reps, you up your weight. Yeah. It's easier. You can do a push up on your feet rather than your knees. Like you really, really I, feel the progress. I think, um, that's one thing I've always liked about the Peloton is it is a way to do cardio and like see your improvement like not just with the PR but like you know how much easier certain rides can be and like when you're able to like get out of the saddle more and like when you're able to do like you definitely versus just like doing an elliptical or what like I feel like with the Peloton you're able to gauge and you can see your improvement like easily with like okay I'm I am getting in shape like I can really see that with my improvement on the bike so that is nice with her are you like, does she have some type of like app? Is everything you guys do via text or email? So 
So there's an app um, where she uploads my workout. So it's usually like eight to 10, like workouts per day, like different things. Mm-hmm. And there's a video attached to each one. So I can watch it to know what I'm supposed to do. She also attaches like written notes. So if like there's something in the video that doesn't make sense, it's there. And then there's also a place on each workout. So like each one, like I mark as done and there's a notes place too, where like, I can make notes. If I'm like, I'm confused. I'm not really sure I'm doing it right. I can like upload a video for her to review. Or if I'm like, man, this is like way too heavy or or not heavy enough or whatever. That's awesome. I can make notes. And then she goes through them and um, is able to either coach me on it or make adjustments or provide feedback. So that's really nice. Yeah. Um, and then I let, I think it works for me too, better than what I was previously doing when I worked with a coach, um, during COVID because that like you have a set time with that, right? Like you have to do it at the same time yeah. on that day where this provides a little more flexibility, not having to be like on a zoom call to do it. So yeah. I do like that. Um, and then as far as nutrition, I sent her my screenshots of my lose it app where I was just doing calorie counting the previous week. She didn't want me to make any changes. She was like, eat the way you'd normally eat and send it to me or whatever. Um, so after that, she was able to like determine my personal macro goals, um, and kind of coach me through how to update that in the app. So she had recommended an app that I had found out and I actually tried it, but I was like, it's just not clicking with me. I don't like the format of it. Apparently it's a very popular macros app to use, but I just like the format of the lose it app. So I was able to, so do I. They have so much stuff in there. Like you're not like having to build your own foods very often yeah. and it's just user friendly. So I was able to go edit my goals for like the protein, fat, carbs, and calories. And then, um, so now it tracks all of that as well. Nice. Um, I'm not used to eating so much protein, <laughs> so that's hard. Like, I think I'm used to eating more yeah. like carbs. And so that's an adjustment. Like definitely what like I learned when I did carbs. Marco's. Yes. And it's not like I'm eating zero carbs. Like I'm eating plenty of carbs, but it's also like, I'm finding ways to eat more protein. Like I'm like, I'm going to make myself sick if I'm just eating chicken breast all the time. So I don't want that. So Jordan was like, do you like protein shakes? And I'm like, actually, yeah. Like I really like those iconic chocolate truffle ones. Uh And he's like, well, that even just one of those with breakfast is like a way to get 20 extra grams of protein. So I've been doing those. And, um, even I was going to say, doesn't some of the one of the people who does the baked oatmeals, I know a lot of those recipes, like they'll just like put protein powder. Yep. So you can do things like that. There's definitely ways to add protein powder to like anything. So yeah, I've been doing that. My lunches were super easy. I'm still on that canned chicken life because I had like all my COVID stocked cans (laughs) of chicken. So I've been making just like chicken salad to take to work, which is really easy. And then even for dessert, It's like I bought strawberries and I'm like, normally, like if I was on like a calorie counting or Weight Watchers mindset or plan or whatever, like I would just eat strawberries by themselves. Right. But since I also have like these other macro targets that I'm trying to hit, like as far Mm -hmm. as protein and everything, it's like, I just take like a tablespoon of peanut butter and like dip my strawberries in peanut butter. And I'm like, it's so much better. I love it. I feel like I'm like slowly progressing into like fuel I feel I feel like I'm sounding like like I don't want to sound like I'm like a like a fitness coach because I'm not like (laughs) and you know some of those people that you watch on Instagram where you're like you're feeling your body like it just sounds so like cheesy but like I actually feel that way yeah um 
So that's felt good. And then um proud of myself. I so I usually bring some groceries over to Jordan's just so we have like breakfast stuff. If we don't want to like go out for breakfast, we have like eggs and avocado toast to make or whatever. But I brought like a little bit more than usual. And anytime we were home, I was like really staying on track. Um, there we left my aunt's house on Sunday, pretty hungry. And so he was like, do you want to stop at In-N-Out? And I'm like, uh, like I'm like having like this struggle of like, I really want to stay on track, but I know I'm not supposed to be restrictive and like, how can I do this, but not be restrictive? So I was proud of myself. I went to In-N-Out. I got the cheeseburger plain with grilled onions, but I didn't get fries. So I was like, can I just steal a a few of your fries? And like, that's satisfying enough, like to have a few, I don't need an entire order of fries. So I am like finding just ways to like create balance and still feel satisfied and not feel like I'm restricting or losing out on anything. Um, some of this I'll get into more because I know we, um, are at about an hour already, but, um, the alcohol part of macros, super confusing to me. I still need practice with that. It's not as straightforward as you think it is. I can't even remember. Like, so I remember, obviously I tracked it, but I don't remember how that worked. So I'll talk more about this maybe next week. Um, cause I'm going to have my first hit of hit of having to figure this out this weekend drinking so Mm -hmm. um basically like let's just take white claws for example white claws are 100 calories they're still 100 calories because calories are calories on macros but how they advertise that it's two carbs on the can it's not I think that's like net carbs or something and I'm tracking carbs I don't know like don't mark my words I'd have to go back to the thing and and read it but basically like that's not an accurate number like when you go to track your macros you do not track two carbs Mm -hmm. you take you take the 100 calories you track the calories so 100 calories and then you also can choose whether you track it as a fat or you track it as a carb so I guess you can kind of like play the game I didn't know that And one of them, if I remember right, if you're going to track it as a carb, you take the hundred calories and you divide it by four. And if you're going to track it as a fat, you take the hundred calories and divide it by nine or it's vice versa. I might be mixing it up. And so it's a lot more like we're talking, like thinking, like if you're just reading the can and not understanding, and you don't really have any knowledge of like what a carb is versus a net carb or whatever, like you think like, oh, it's only two carbs when it's not, you know, like it's a lot more carbs. So, um, that's still confusing to me. I still need practice. I still need to figure that out, but it is going to make me like think twice, you know, about, have you figured out what to drink? Like, what is the alcohol you should drink? That's the most bang for your buck. So it's basically like with any other, you know, wellness, like clear liquors, like if you were just to do like a vodka soda, like that's going to be less if you do like, Honestly, the white claws and the seltzers, they are um, less basically like light beers, anything that like normally would be the better option on anything else still is. It's just, it really puts into perspective, like, like, because alcohol doesn't have any like nutritional value to it, you know, like your body Mm -hmm. doesn't need alcohol to survive. Um, So just like, no, I feel like it does for us, but (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, I'll save some of this for next week, but basically there's a course I'm going through too. This week's kind of like the one-on-one of macros. So I'm really learning a lot. Um, nice. and there's like mindset work that I do too. So I'll save some of that, um, and fill you in with some more next week. 
but um, really excited, feeling really motivated, already feeling more in control and um, yeah, I'm excited about where I am. So let's, let's hear your updates. Um, I know it's probably hard to stay completely on track and be like, well, I mean, anything when you're in Vegas working 16 hours. Well, and let's be honest, like I've mentioned, like I haven't been doing anything for, I feel like a couple of months now, um, before I skip over it though, as far as like WLS updates, there aren't any at this point. Um, there isn't anything I've been able to do. I have my first appointment with my nurse, like right after I get back from Cabo. So that's just in like a couple of weeks. So I feel like that's when I'll like be able to get more of the ball rolling and hopefully I'll have some more updates to share. Um, and then, yeah, the first, this work trip was like impossible. Cause one, it was like, you ate when you could, you ate what you could in a sense of like what was available which was like uh, catering food, like basically most of the time. And like we went like first night, we went out to like a nice dinner and I had like prime rib. Like we were like, we went like all out. Another night we went to Din Tai Fung and we like ordered 80 things off the menu. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was just like for breakfast and lunch, they would just like have tons of stuff in the space. And I mean, and I'm not talking just like lunch, like they would all have like the lunch, they would have breakfast. But then at all times they would have like a candy bar and with snacks and chips. Like it was literally like a convenience store sitting there for five at days. At all times. Yeah. And like, you would just like be busy. So you would like just start munching and stuff. So it was like, I don't want to say like, I'm glad I wasn't tracking because I would be, because obviously it would have been better if I was, but um, it was definitely easy to just eat really shitty all weekend. Um, yes. But I also was like kind of thinking about it and I was just like, I need to like, I feel like I'm just pretending I don't need to do anything. Cause I have like my mind on this weight loss surgery where, but I'm like, this is not like the, a way to handle this. Like I am like setting myself up for failure by acting like this. And it's being like, I'm really foolish to not like start making some minor changes now. So I'm like, cause if I just like, I mean, obviously they're going to want me to like do some weight loss stuff beforehand, but I'm like, I know I'm still going to have to work on this even after the surgery. The surgery is right. just a tool to help me do this. Um, but I have to like start making mind sh- set shifts. And I know that like in the past, this is what made me not do the weight loss surgery was I started making those mindset shifts and I was like, Oh, I can do this on my own. So, and I mean, maybe that's what I could get to at some point again. I don't know, but I'm like, I do have to start making like better decisions and just making some changes because if I just expect to do nothing, go get the surgery and then be hit like a ton of bricks, like with all these changes, like I have to ease myself into, into like this extreme decision that I'm making. So, and I think that's like the key word is ease, you know, you don't want to do anything extreme, like before or after, like you want to just start doing baby steps. I mean, you have your trip coming up. It's like, you don't really even want to start something drastic now, go on your trip and then have to figure it out. You know, it's like, you just eat baby steps and what you can do when you can do it and yeah, you'll figure it out. (sighs) Yeah. So it's like, like you said, like, I mean, I leave for Cabo in just over a week, so I'm not going to obviously like go try to do something 
dramatic now, but like, once I get back, once I start talking to that nurse, I really need to just start kind of making some minor changes, doing some things to, um, not make it. Cause no matter what I do, it's going to be dramatic if I go through with this at first. So I just need to kind of like start setting myself up for success. Absolutely. Laura, I, do you need to hear something? Cause I needed to hear this. I always need to hear it. <laughs> we need to, right. we need to get something better. We, I know. Need that- Annie, we need a jingle for all I want for Christmas <laughs> is a jingle, Annie. <laughs> all right. Your quote this week is from the account Mark and Angel. And it is, even when the struggle is real, remind yourself that it always feels better to be exhausted from taking small steps forward than it does to be tired of doing absolutely nothing. Well, I guess that ties in with everything I was just saying. Everything, (laughs) literally you just said, and also like everything in like the past two years of my life. Like I was so tired of being where I was was and just not doing it and not figuring it out and so I would just be like not doing anything and it's like it's also exhausting when you try it's exhausting starting calorie counting and then having a trip and then you fall off or whatever it's exhausting starting a peloton challenge and not finishing it but all of those small steps that we take forward get us there faster than doing nothing and you know, it's, it makes this, it makes the struggle harder doing nothing than it does trying. So there's yeah. that as well. Um, all right, Steph. Well, thanks. That was a good one. Thank you. And before we go, or before we go into flavor of the week, I just wanted to mention that for next week's episode, we, um, are likely going to have a guest. I'm not going to say who go to our Instagram because we will be announcing it this week and um we'll be giving opportunity to ask them questions if you want to and stuff like that but um we should be having a guest on the podcast next week so we're really excited about that very excited and on that note hit it flavor of the week all right Steph what's your flavor of the week my flavor of the week, if you follow me on Instagram and follow my stories, you've probably seen this uh, six times already. Yes. <laughs> but, um, so I discovered this. Okay. So here's my deal. I don't like working out in like baggy, like tops. Like I yeah. just feel, unless I'm in public, if I'm in public, yes. But like, if I'm working out at home, I just like to feel like I don't have that much on. And so I like the sports bra thing, but I've gained weight. So right now my sports bras are doing that thing when I work out where they like roll like right under your boobs and then you're just fidgeting with it the whole time. Yep. And so I discovered these, um, workout cropped sports bras from target. So they're V neck in the front. They have like, you know, the sports bra, they hold your boobs. Um, they have like the padding or whatever, but they come lower than a sports bra. So it's like a little crop top, not so much like a sports bra. Yeah. They're super cute. They're so cute. Like I wear my high lace, high waisted leggings with it. It shows like the basic like an inch of skin like even if that's barely anything um it's $22 each they do go on sale so keep an eye on it they come in seven colors they run from sizes xs xs to xxl and they are literally like a lululemon align dupe like they are super super similar they look identical they're so cute but for like a third of the price or whatever yeah and 
I really like a long line sports bra. I like something that I can work out in and feel comfortable. Like, cause I want to work out in sports bras, but if I'm like in public, like I just feel like super self-conscious or whatever this, I would feel super comfortable wearing to like a spin class or the gym or something because it's a little longer. Um, so I love them. I've bought probably four or five colors now and it's like all I've been wearing to work out. So They're definitely, super definitely cute. recommend. Um, two things. First is the padding, like removable padding or sewn in yes. padding? No, you can remove it. Okay. And do they tend to stay pretty flat or like when you put it on, you have to like retwist it and stuff? No, they tend to stay um pretty flat and I really like it. Um, cause I'm like, it is, they say it's light support. So I don't yeah. know, like if you're a runner, like, I don't know if these would be your best option to go running in unless you had like smaller boobs, but, um, I'm doing strength training right now. So I don't need like full blown sure. cardi- crazy cardio level support for what I'm doing right now. So for me, they're perfect, but you also have to know like what you do for workouts to know whether or not it'll um, work for you. But I'm really, really happy with them. Like happy. And I bought one to start with and was happy enough that I think I have like five or six colors now. Yeah. And I'm obsessed. I when you them. posted them, I was like, these are freaking cute. I'm going to get some. And then I was super mad. They don't have them in plus size. Cause target is so good. Like no. almost everything is typically available in like regular, like, and plus size but these weren't. And I was like, what the heck? And especially all in motion, like, and I will say as somebody who the last, I think I used to like spend kind of a pretty penny on sports bras. And then like one day I just saw a cute one at target and I decided to buy it and it became like my favorite sports bra. And I was like, (laughs) oh, so maybe I should just be trying these like 15, $20 sports bras instead of like 30, 40, $50 sport bras. Like that's stupid. And the last like three sports bras I've bought from Cause I buy, I, the pandemic like made me highly invest in sport, like where I used to just have like my few staples for working out. But then during the pandemic, I wear like, I pretty much wear sports bras during the week. Like I don't put on normal bras like for work. Oh yeah. And, um, so I discovered like, and they're all, all in motion. So that's why I was like super disappointed. They didn't have it in my size. Well, they're like very popular right now. So hopefully they catch on and are like, what are we doing? We need to make yeah because they're super cute I love them very very fine I hope they do expand yeah what is your flavor of the week so mine um I got it a couple of weeks ago but I wanted to wait to make sure I love like I hate I don't want to share a flavor of the week when I get something until I actually get to use it um like because I got it and I was like this is so cute I love it and I was like I should probably use it first but um (laughs) in the past Steph and I have shared our love for our base weekender and yes. I decided to invest in um, their carry-on roller. Um, it is a little bit of an investment. It's not like over the years, I have bought numerous pieces of luggage, 95% of them. I want to say I have purchased from like um, like Marshalls or TJ Maxx and stuff, which don't get me wrong. I've gotten some like great bags from there, but luggage, we all know, like takes a beating. And it does after a few years, it's just like the handle doesn't work as good or like one of the wheels is a little wobbly. And so I was like, you know what? Everybody was swearing up and down about the away bags. Like that's like the the last five years. I just hear like people talking about away bags. 
And I was like, oh, the freaking like 300 bucks just for a carry on. Like that sounds insane. And I was like, I kept kind of going back and forth, but then I was like, but they have their warranties like lifetime. So like your zipper breaks, your wheel, your handle, like they'll replace it. And I'm like, that's kind of worth it because this is a piece of luggage I should have then for a pretty long time. But I was like, you know, but there's gotta be other like great luggage out there. So I like start looking and everything I'm finding on YouTube and stuff is comparing it with the base carry on bag. And I was like, oh, well, I already know. I like love my other base products I have. So I like start like researching it because the base bag is $198. So it's about $100 cheaper. Um, Shipping is free. And then you can always find a 15 to 20% off like promo code. So I think with tax and everything, I paid like $180. Um, And it came in like two days. Like Jeff was like, did you order that on Amazon? Like it came so fast. Um, (laughs) And so I was like, well, the main only thing that I would be willing to spend this much on luggage, like, cause it was like killing me to spend this much on a suitcase. But I was like, but the warranty, like I was just being totally sold on the warranty. And so the fact that base had like the same warranty as a way, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go with this. Like numerous, excuse me, numerous people on YouTube were liking the base bag more than the away. It did have some, doesn't have as many colors, but they still have like beige, black, gray, navy, um, and then pink's coming out at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, it has the 360 wheels. It's stain resistant. It has like amazing compartments and things like that. It has the TSA locks. Um, one cool thing is it has like a weight, like a weight indicator, like where you hold it by the handle. So it, like cool. tells you that you're like over. Um, but yeah, most important was a warranty. I like came home. I was like going on and on about it. So Jeff actually just bought one for himself today. Perfect. You guys are ready to go so, on a trip. Except, I mean, we might take one, but we still need to take a big one. So I'm like, I think I'll probably ask for one for maybe Christmas, like one year, or like maybe sometime before our next big trip. Like, I think we'll invest in like the next bigger size, but I'm not, I had this sucker packed for Vegas. Um, I don't, it wouldn't be enough space, I think for me to take it for Cabo, but, um, I love it. It was a great purchase. I am very happy with it. Because I had like other work stuff with me, I did have to check it. So I didn't get to just carry it on. Um, so first time using it, it already got a little bit of a beating, but, oh. um, but still looks good. <laughs> so awesome. I'm really happy with it. So yeah, it's called the Base Carry On Roller. Um, and and that's Base, B-E-I-S. Check it out. Add it, add it to your Christmas wish list, y'all. Yep. <laughs> exactly good good uh thing to ask for for christmas if you're starting to think about what you want to what you want to ask for so yes well thank you for joining us for this episode of the wine over matter podcast if you don't already you should join us in our private facebook group just search club wine over matter and request to join if you listen on apple Podcasts or have an itunes account please don't forget take that moment leave us a five-star rate and review we greatly greatly appreciate it You can also rate us on Spotify now. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. We will see you at the same time next week with the glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.